the Biden executive order on crypto came out earlier this week. We've got some links in the description to the actual order. And I would just start by encouraging everyone to read the actual text before reading the summary articles on all the different blogs. But I, I don't know. I mean, my main takeaway is that the the order is overall net positive, but the real kicker, I think, is how this sets up the the private industry to benefit, where it's basically an open invitation to all the private players, all the different project leaders to come in and offer advice. And it was less of a power grab than I anticipated. I thought the timing of it, I was I was a little bit nervous given the sanctions drama that's all out there. And so I was anticipating a power grab a little bit more so than what they put out. What was your reaction? I mean, I generally had the same reaction you did. Um, I was expecting to be more harsh um, in basically how they looked at crypto and how they were planning to, I guess, you know, create oversight for it. But I, I felt like they were actually pretty fair um, and, and didn't really state specifically what exactly they're going to do or what regulations will be passed. But from, from reading and just kind of going through it quickly, it seems like they are focused on one, just understanding the industry better and getting insights from people in the industry and, and consumers really before they make a, a sweeping decision, but really it sounds like they're putting it back on these kind of government departments um, to kind of review themselves and come up with their own plan to kind of, you know, come up with a plan to how they're going to either regulate or at least provide some sort of framework for people. So going forward, they know what they're doing um, to comply with any sort of laws or regulations in terms of crypto use, um, investments, whatever. Yeah, and the topic of national security was was all over this. And that's why I thought the timing was really interesting that I think they probably got pushed internally to get this out quick since we knew this was coming for a while and all of the news articles and people, you know, the mob claiming that crypto was helping war criminals evade sanctions and all this stuff. So that I think they probably were under pressure to get this out quickly. I mean, that's why I was a little nervous when we, we found out it was going to be like the next day. But then it got leaked. And I mean, the text was not nearly as dramatic as I, I think some of us thought it might be, which is great. And I, I think like the the anti-money laundering speech in here, um, it makes sense. And they talk about the the insufficiency of international implementation of anti-money laundering and that this framework would set up a continuation of the U.S. working to set financial and technology standards abroad. So this is really also a sign of the U.S. trying to kind of dictate what's how this is going to look internationally, globally. And really, this whole article, it sets up chain, chain analysis perfectly, I think. I mean, if you try to, I'm, I'm sitting here trying to think of who's going to benefit from this. How could projects with a lobbying budget start to get involved? So Coinbase, FTX, all the big, big companies. 
And really, I think chain, chain analysis benefits the most from all of the stuff that's being talked about in here. Yeah, I mean, definitely, definitely something that will help them because as, you know, digital currencies become more popular and, and become more used by specifically like Americans, they're going to, the, the government's going to look to someone to help them cut through the data and understand what's happening. And that's exactly like you're saying, chain analysis will fit perfectly in that role. Um, and then they can kind of give their opinion on what's happening um, on the chain currently to kind of help the government come up with the, some sort of framework. Um, but what I thought was interesting and kind of to what you were saying earlier was that the tone had the, the kind of old tone you expect from them, where they think, you know, crypto is only about criminals and, you know, doing stuff in the black market. But then they kind of also recognized the use and the innovation of cryptocurrency and how it will play a role. One of the quotes I saw from one of the senior officials that I thought was pretty, pretty damning was, you know, that it starts out as, as I was saying earlier, kind of that old, the old guard. It says, without sufficient oversight, criminals can use cryptocurrencies to launder funds or evade sanctions. And I kind of rolled my eyes like, of course, this is where they're going with this. They went on to mention. At the same time, digital assets can also provide opportunities for American innovation and competitiveness and promote financial inclusion. Innovation is central to America's story and our economy, generating jobs and opportunities, creating and building new industries, and sustaining our global competitive edge and leadership. To me, that was kind of like an eye-popping moment because they are recognizing that we will need to adopt crypto and, and Web3 and blockchain to continue to be competitive in the global market to continue to innovate like some of these other countries who have adopted cryptocurrencies. And it's cool to see them finally opening up that door and saying, hey, it's not always about money laundering and criminals. There's also a lot of innovation happening. There's also financial inclusion that this allows. So there's a lot more to it than just this idea that you can use cryptocurrency to buy drugs in the black market or do any sort of illicit activity. And, and that's, that's encouraging, at least from my perspective. Completely agree. When you see the people who have gotten really rich off of crypto, it's the same cohort that's already done pretty well. I mean, there, I know a lot of people who have really leveled up their lives thanks to this market. But I mean, the real insane amount of money, the people who made who have made insane amounts of money, it's still uh, the standard ty type of picture of prototype of a, of a person. And so getting this access, allowing other people to benefit from these bull cycles would be great, you know, and helping kind of level the playing field in terms of just access to these tools. And um, couldn't agree more. The, uh, one thing that I disliked was this focus on, um, well, this actually the article, one of the articles we linked, I think it was the coin, the, uh, the coin desk article. It quotes a senior official who was saying that crypto volatility was, had been cited as one of the key issues that could harm investors. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't talked about a lot in the executive order itself. They did talk about investor protections, but this is this theme of, it's this recurring theme that the volatility, it's actually a feature, not a bug. You know, that's the whole point that a lot of us even spend time here is because of the insane volatility that you can use to benefit from. And then it's like, we don't need 
we don't really need the government to like protect us from the volatility of the market. You know, we're capable, let's be treated like capable adults who are making our own judgments. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I agree completely with that. Um, but I guess to see the other side of the coin, I, I do see it as it being potentially advantageous to have some sort of regulation. So you don't have rampant volatility, like some of these um, alternative coins that, you know, you'll see pump thousands of percents over, you know, a couple months only to drop back down to zero, or as we like to call rugs. <laughs> um, <laughs> so if, I mean, some sort of consumer protection or, or at least accountability for the people who, who do the rugs, um, I think would be, would be nice, but I agree. I don't know if an investor needs to be protected from volatility. I mean, a lot of people in the market, that's what they're looking for is volatility. That's, that's the name of the game. Um, but they also have the option of, of stable coins, which I know the government and has in the Fed even has mentioned um, their pursuit of a either, you know, centralized digital coin or, or just in general using stable coins, or at least regulating stable coins. So I mean, if you want to avoid volatility, that's where you'd go. Uh, if you're going to go into another cryptocurrency for an investment, then it should be treated like an investment, just like the stock market. It, it has its inherent risks. And when you purchase that stock, you are agreeing to those risks. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you hit on the key point, which is fraud and protecting people against fraud. And I don't think it's a necessary thing to protect and prevent people from participating for this concern of fraud, but making sure that people who commit fraud face justice yeah, and accountability, the rug pulls and such. And then, I mean, to touch on the, the federal reserve stuff here, they have talked about issuing the, the U S digital currency, which is something we've talked about a lot over the past couple of months. And they talk about the need to balance between safeguarding the privacy rights of the individual, but then transparency to facilitate the actual payment liability charts and everything like that. And I just find that really funny. But again, they, they, in the executive order talks about using the private sector's existing privacy and identity frameworks. And so again, this whole thing sets up chain analysis. I think it's like a gift to that, that company. I think this whole executive order is just, they had to have been sitting there looking at this, just like salivating because I, 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 I mean, imagine they had to, some say in it. <laughs> No doubt, no doubt, and they're they're based in New York, and I think Andreessen Horowitz has backed them, and they have a ton of a ton of backing and a I ton mean, of intel. If they're willing to work with with the government um, and provide them with quality data and information on blockchain and educate them, um, I think then I could see the government very much working with them to make sure that they, you know, are set up nicely in this crypto future so that they can kind of work in tandem here to, you know, exchange information and work as a team as they probably go through and, and try to start collecting unpaid taxes and, and whatnot. <laughs> totally. And I mean, just to get to the next, the final article here, they like a day after the executive order came out, they announced that they're launching this free sanction screening tool. Which sounds neat, but it's it's a little alarming. I mean, you control F, you open up the press release and control F and type in the word privacy. There's no results. So mm. this is complete anti-privacy type of stuff, but it's all under the, the scope of, hey, we're going to help decentralized exchanges screen for 
Russian blacklisted addresses. I mean, on the surface, it's hard to not agree with that idea. But then when you start thinking about it, I mean, you could have any, this could spiral out of control in, in the event of chain analysis just being influenced by some rogue party or something. So I think it's a cool, I'm interested to kind of see what this looks like. I think it's not launched yet, or maybe it is, but this is going to be a free API that anybody, I don't know if anybody will just be able to ping it or if you have to have like an approved account to use it, but Mm -hmm. you're, you're going to be able to do all this stuff and it's going to be the perfect, I mean, it's a really brilliant go-to-market strategy for these guys because they cross sell a bunch of other services and tools. So this will be a way to get people on for free DEX operators, and then they'll be able to cross sell a ton of their other stuff, I think. So, I mean, these guys are the real beneficiary to all this stuff happening, I think. Absolutely. <clears throat> but the one thing I will say is that it was nice to have some sort of at least idea of how the government is viewing cryptocurrency. Um, and, and like I said, it was refreshing to hear them kind of admit certain shortfalls of our current system that I think we're all you know, very well aware of and how cryptocurrencies could actually, you know, help improve our current system. I think the same um, senior official you had quoted earlier um, pretty much said said as much. He said uh, another part will include understanding the weaknesses in the current financial systems and which areas currently don't serve our consumers. Says the order recognizes that our assessment of the risks and potential benefits of digital assets must include an understanding of how our financial system does not meet the current needs of consumers in a manner that is equitable, inclusive, and efficient. I don't think I've ever heard any sort of government official admit that we actually have an antiquated payment infrastructure and that we have an, a non-equitable financial system that's not inclusive and it's not efficient. I mean, I think we all know that. I just don't think I've ever heard anyone say it. Yeah, dude. I mean, like, at that this level. is... Yeah, for sure. They, they've definitely acknowledged the, the need. And clearly, the government's actually focused. I liked Fred Wilson's tweet about this, where he was saying, you know, this is a landmark moment and that we have the, the government focused on Web3 and organizing itself to engage constructively with the sector and how long yeah. overdue this is. So it's, like I said, it's a good, I mean, we all obviously have seen how the markets reacted to it, but the the good news is, they're actually ready to engage constructively instead of just penalizing the people who are successful in the industry and finding yep. them for not complying with regulations that don't exist yet. Yep. And it's, yeah. And it's very, it's nice to see that they're, they're starting to move forward with this legislation and starting to actually put stuff pen to paper, it seems like to get us some idea of what's going to happen. Um, so we're heading in the right direction. I, I can't say I was super, impressed or happy with what I read in the executive order, but I wasn't disappointed. And honestly, at this point, I'll consider that a win. <laughs> yeah. I think the whole market will. So yeah. good stuff, man. Well, Hey, let's, uh, let's wrap it up and come back next week for more Dave Ray crypto. Hey, always a pleasure being on. <laughs>